When Solomon pondered his remarkable life of material success, international fame, he said, I denied myself nothing, nothing my eyes desired, and I refused my heart no pleasure. Yet when I surveyed all that my hands had done and what I had told to achieve, everything was meaningless. Welcome to On the Bright Side with Bobby Bollinger, entrepreneur, business owner, and spiritual life coach. Bobby and his brother Glenn own Alliance Sports Group, a collection of hardware and sport product lines sold in over 40,000 retail stores across America. God has been good to Bobby to provide the resources needed to broadcast On the Bright Side all across the country. Bobby is not asking for financial support. However, he does need your feedback. As a spiritual life coach, how can he help you? Questions, comments, prayers? Bobby reads every email and personally responds to most of them. Bobby at OnTheBrightSide.org or join the discussion on Facebook. You can also call 847-312-8197. 847-312-8197. Throughout his journey, Bobby has encouraged people and given back by sharing his life lessons. Travel along with Bobby as he shares his adventures to China and visits multinational companies around the world. As you listen to On the Bright Side, you will hear these messages as they were delivered at Bobby's church and are now compiled into this time-honored radio program. No matter what your situation is, Bobby has the gift of being able to relate and empathize. This show is brought to you by Nebo Tools. Nebo Tools, N-E-B-O, is the maker of intensely bright lights and flashlights, relied on by emergency professionals across America, trusted by many at work, home, or play. Let Nebo light your way. Now it's time to buckle your seatbelt and get ready for On the Bright Side with entrepreneur, business owner, and spiritual life coach, Bobby Bollinger. Did anybody ride in on one of those carts this morning from way out there? I did that. That's pretty cool. You know, I was thinking, I was thinking this morning, wouldn't it be funny if we strapped some golf clubs on the back of those? You know, because most of the time it's the, it's, the, it's the husband that drops the wife and kids off, and he's out there, and if we picked him up, he'd, for a minute he'd wonder whether or not he's going to church or, or going to play around. I don't know. Just something to think about. I want to get back to the subject of money today. If there's one thing that you can be sure of about money, it's summed up in this old saying. Well, some people would say there's never enough. But you can sum it up by saying you can't take it with you. Have you ever heard that? Well, it's true. One of the richest men in the 20th century, John D. Rockefeller, when he died, his accountant was asked how much money John D. left. I love his answer. He said, well, he left all of it. (laughs) But you see, as important as money is to us, it's easy for us to get the money barometer out of control. After all, everything about our culture throws money and the things it buys right in our face. I mean, take reality TV. It's pretty much taken over the primetime viewing hours. So what are we watching? We're seeing that you can win a million dollars if you can survive in a jungle somewhere better than other people. We're seeing how you can get a job with a billionaire Donald Trump if you can outsmart a few other guys in the city. And we're even discovering that you can get rich overcoming your fear of eating bugs and jumping off of buildings. That's what we're watching. So it's no wonder we develop unhealthy views toward money in a society like ours. Even when we have the benefit of solid scriptural teaching, we have a tendency to falter in this area. But here's the thing. God wants us to clearly understand a number of things about money. 
But in particular, he wants us to know that money is temporal, that it doesn't last. To even consider the idea of pursuing it or the things that it can buy over things eternal makes us, in God's words, a fool. One of the largest transactions that I was ever involved with illustrates just how fleeting money can be. My brother Glenn and I had the opportunity to sell one of our divisions to a larger company for a terrific price. And on the very day that the sale closed and the money was wired, we were also informed that our largest customer had filed for bankruptcy and that all the money that they owed us was lost forever, which ironically was the same amount of money that was being wired to us for the sale of the division. Thus, the money came in in the morning. We celebrated. We congratulated ourselves. Yay. It's bonus time. But by afternoon, all the money had gone out to cover the loss. I didn't even see it. That, that event gave us a whole new meaning of the concept, easy come, <laughs> easy go. You see, it doesn't last. The man God called a fool was used in a parable given by Jesus. The man did what would typically consider being prudent. He was prosperous, and he wanted to build bigger barns and store them up for a rainy day. But Jesus was making a statement that it's foolish to put your hope in anything but God. You fool, he said, this very night, your life will be demanded from you. Then who will get what you have prepared for yourself? If you put all your money in stocks and bonds, then your hopes rise and fall with the stock market. If your riches are in banks, then your hopes rest on interest rates and institutions. Any man who can have the rug pulled out from under him is simply standing on the wrong rug. The man whose hope is in God will be devastated only if God fails. And we all know that that is impossible. When Solomon pondered his remarkable life of material success, international fame, he said, I denied myself nothing, nothing my eyes desired, and I refused my heart no pleasure. Yet when I surveyed all that my hands had done and what I had told to achieve, everything was meaningless. It was a chasing after the wind. Nothing was gained under the sun. I hope I can listen to my own teaching this morning. But we've got to stop worrying about money so much. And we've got to stop, start trusting God more. Solomon was trying to say, you can't take it with you. But if you can't remember it the way he said it, try remembering it this way. You never see a hearse pulling a U-Haul trailer. How is your faith today? All Christians have a God-given capacity for having faith. Stay tuned to learn how your faith can grow and enable you to overcome the trials of life. On the Bright Side, we'll be right back. Over 900,000 moms per year choose to abort their baby, and 85% of them are single moms. It's hard to choose life when you're feeling alone, but Embrace Grace has a goal to change that. Embrace Grace equips and empowers churches to start support groups around the nation and the world to walk alongside moms with unintended pregnancies. With over 400 support groups in churches around the nation, lives are being saved. Partner financially with Embrace Grace today. 
For just $25 per month, your gift can help train leaders of a church to find moms that need help. For $100 per month, your gift can help reach and inspire more churches to start a group. And for $250 per month, your gift can launch a group at a church. Together, we can help her be brave and ensure that no single mom walks alone. Go to EmbraceGrace.com for more information on how you can partner with Embrace Grace to save them both. EmbraceGrace.com Throughout his journey, Bobby has encouraged people and given back by sharing his life's lessons. Thanks for joining us on The Bright Side. Happy Memorial Day. How's that? Three-day weekend. There's a few of them. I want to talk about faith for just faith for just a minute. How's your faith this morning? Man, you're going to really need my talk. I can tell. I want to talk about faith, but first let's see if your faith is like this guy's. Listen to this. A man was walking in the woods one night. As he accidentally wandered off the path, he fell off the side of a steep cliff. And as he was falling, out of desperation, he reached out and grabbed a small tree branch. Holding on to the fragile branch, he thought surely he was going to die. Remembering his upbringing as a child, he called up to heaven. Lord, are you there? A voice from the heavens said yes. Incredibly relieved, the man cries out, Lord, will you help me? And the Lord said, my son... Do you trust me? Quickly the man answers, Yes, Lord, I trust you. Then let the branch go. After a few seconds of silence, the man yells, Is there anybody else up there? (laughs) Well, the joke was meant to be funny. But the truth is, most of us would have a hard time letting go of the branch, even if God himself asked us to let go of it. And you know why? It's because it's our nature to have some doubt in our life. And I'm bringing this up today because we've never encountered a time in our history when our faith is being tested like it is today. Did you know that the number one best-selling book on the New York Times list this week is a book entitled God is Not Great. Religion Poisons Everything. The book is available everywhere, including places like Target and Walmart. And you know, I'm not surprised that someone would write a book like that. What's surprising is that everybody will buy it. And so I want to reinforce a few truths about faith real quick that we really need to hold on to today. The first truth is we all have faith and we all have doubt. The word says we were all given a measure of faith. And we see examples in the word where faith and doubt are at work at the same time. When Jesus came walking out on the water toward the boat where the disciples were, Peter said, Lord, if it's you, tell me to come where you are. And the Lord said, come on. So in a leap of faith, Peter stepped out into the sea, and he started walking. Then suddenly the wind kicked up, and he was afraid, and he began to sink. And when Jesus reached out and caught him, 
He said, you of little faith, why did you doubt? So there in the midst of defying nature itself, faith and doubt both revealed. You see, we all have the capacity for faith and we all have the capacity for doubt. But it's faith that connects us to the power of God. And you don't really have to fully understand it to know it. Oswald Chambers, he once said that faith cannot be intellectually defined. Faith is the inborn capacity to see God behind everything. It's the wonder that keeps you an eternal child. The next truth about faith is we all need faith. The word says, and without faith, it is impossible to please God. Jesus said, when the Son of Man comes, will he find faith on earth? I mean, it sounds obvious for a Christian to need faith. But you know, it's us Christians who run and hide sometimes, not because we've admitted that we have doubt, but because we weren't strong enough to take a leap of faith when the opportunity was there. We need faith in our lives, and we need it exercised, and we need it developed, so that when we're tested, it'll stand up, and it will reveal the living God that lives inside us. And that's the last truth about faith I want to remind you of this morning. We can all develop our faith. The Word says that faith comes from hearing the message, and the message is heard through the Word about Christ. You see, the Word can't help but to build our faith. When we pray, when we, when we praise, when we give, we're growing our faith. But nothing is like the Word. We just can't let our guard down. Because, like Peter, the winds will come. Our faith will be tested. And through His Word, we can find victory over the doubt. There's an old saying, and you know I love old sayings. Faith is knowing there is an ocean because you have seen a brook. One of the businesses that we're in is the selling of interesting tools to hardware stores. Little independent hardware stores all over the country. And sometimes when an, when an item sells really well in lots of the stores, we take it to a large retailer like Walmart or Home Depot, and try to convince them to buy it as well. But what a difference that it makes in my sales approach when I already know that the customer likes the product. And I already know that it sells in the store. It's because of the experience that we've already had. My faith in the product is strong. That's when I can convey my total belief that they will be successful. And that's what we have to remember when doubt raises up in us. We've seen God's hand in our lives. We know His Word is true. Faith is knowing there's an ocean because you've seen a brook. You see, everybody taps into their God-given capacity for having faith when they become a Christian. But it's not until we develop and expand this essential quality of our Christian life can we win the trials and the tests of the day. So when I say to you this morning, keep the faith, I really mean it. And I want you to just remember what Jesus said to Martha right before he raised Lazarus from the dead. He said, didn't I tell you that if you believed, 
you would see the glory of God. Did you know that God gives rewards for obedience? Stay tuned to learn about the benefits, blessings, and promises that are available to us because of obedience. This show is brought to you by Nebo Tools, maker of intensely bright lights and flashlights. Learn more about Nebo Tools at onthebrightside.org. Stay tuned. For those times when you need a powerful, dependable light that you don't have to hold with your hands, the Nebo Tools Dual Headlamp is your all-powerful, hands-free lighting solution. The Dual Headlamp's on-off push button allows you to easily cycle through all four light modes. Go from intense white light to pulsing red beacon instantly. A low signature red light mode allows for enhanced night vision and low light reading. The 250 lumen power LED mode spot beam reaches over 400 feet and a wide flood beam fully illuminates your immediate area. Tough, reliable, lightweight, and completely shockproof. The dual headlamp is perfect for those times when you need powerful, dependable, hands-free light. This show is brought to you by Nebo Tools, maker of intensely bright lights and flashlights, relied on by emergency professionals across America. We return to On the Bright Side. In Luke chapter, Luke chapter 6, this is what the Lord says. Give, and it will be given to you. Your gift will return to you in full. Pressed down, shaken together, running over, poured into your lap. The amount you give will determine the amount you get back. Amen. Do you believe that? You weren't too enthusiastic about it? But I believe that. that I believe that promise because Jesus said it. And you want to know something? I have had this promise fulfilled in my life many times and I have also not experienced it and so since I know his word and his promise is true I'm convinced that there are reasons that I don't always live in the blessing of that promise and I believe the word helps us understand why we don't maximize the promise of his blessings from our giving you see I've always believed that there is nothing greater than living in the grace of God. But because of what the Word has taught me about giving, I now believe that there is nothing greater than living under the grace of God in obedience to God. And what I mean by that is that surely we are saved by grace. Every hope we have was made possible by a merciful God and the sacrifice and victory of our Lord Jesus Christ. But every benefit and every blessing and promise is available to us because of obedience and we need obedience in order to experience those things in our life we've always said right here that giving is an act of worship and tithing is an act of obedience and that's true but to experience all that God has for us and promises us obedience becomes the critical ingredient Way back in the Old Testament, the Word said, If you obey the Lord, that wherever you go and whatever you do, you will be blessed. And Jesus made it clear to everyone how important obedience was when He said, My nourishment, what I need, comes from doing the will of the Father, who sent me and from finishing His work. So obedience qualifies us to cooperate with God according to His purpose. And I really can't explain it very well intellectually. I can defend it scripturally. 
But I'm telling you, it's more than something that has biblical backup. When we give out of worship and obedience, God supernaturally invades our life, changes things. He gives us peace in the middle of our conflict. He gives us hope and optimism that things will work out. Living in grace is a blessing and a miracle, but living in grace and obedience activates God's will in our life. Obedience is the difference. And giving is one of those tangible things that God put in place for us to demonstrate our obedience. The Word says each person must decide in their own heart how much to give. For God loves a cheerful giver and God will generously provide all you need. You see, God instructs us on how to tithe in the Word. But right here, He instructs us on how to give. But He leaves the amount up to us. He makes that a matter of the heart. So when we give generously and cheerfully, we are raising the bar of our obedience where the benefits and the blessings of God are there to impact our life. When it comes to giving, it's important to remember that the significance of giving in the kingdom of God never had anything to do with money. The significance of giving is, devi is designed for the giver. And of course, benevolence and the help it provides, those in need is a component of God's purpose. But giving is about us and our relationship with God. It's an expression of faith and freedom in Jesus Christ. When we give, we are saying to God that we believe He will continue to provide. When we give, we are living daily without fear for tomorrow. And giving sacrificially in obedience is how God prepares us for the trials and hardships in our life. I want to challenge you this morning, at least some of you, especially if you have anxiety over money right now, to be obedient to the Lord with your giving. And I'm hoping that that didn't sound like something that you would hear on a Christian TV station, but I know that God's blessings and promises are meant for you to experience in ways you could never imagine. And I'm not saying He's going to send an immediate financial answer to your problem, but I know this. He'll give you a peace about it that you never had before. He'll set your mind straight and able to face each day, knowing and expecting that something good is going to happen. In Jesus' name. And it will. Thank you for listening to On the Bright Side with Bobby Bollinger, entrepreneur and business owner. God has been good to Bobby to provide the resources needed to broadcast On the Bright Side all across the country. Bobby is not asking for financial support. However, he does need your feedback. As a spiritual life coach, how can he help you? Questions, comments, prayers? Bobby reads every email and personally responds to most of them. Bobby at OnTheBrightSide.org or join the discussion on Facebook. 
book. You can also call 847-312-8197. 847-312-8197. This show is brought to you by Nebo Tools. Nebo Tools, N-E-B-O, is the maker of intensely bright lights and flashlights. Relied on by emergency professionals across America. Trusted by many at work, home, or play. Let Nebo light your way. Learn more about Nebo Tools at onthebrightside.org or call 847-312-8197.